Hello, everyone, and welcome to Matcha Mentality. I'm your host, Ali Yang, and this is officially the last episode of this podcast, no, I'm just kidding, of 2020, of the year. And I thought this would be a really great opportunity for me and for you, the listener, to take some time and look back on what's happened during this year. And I know a lot of people probably don't want to think about it. I personally don't really want to think about it, but I also think it's really important to take the time every year, especially this year, to reflect on what's happened in your life and around the world, and just to see what you've learned, see how traumatizing this year was, and what kind of life lessons you've gained from it. So I just want to talk about some of the more notable events that have happened in 2020 that hopefully people are more than aware of, talk about some of the things that I've learned this year, and then talk about some of the goals that I have for 2021. And you might be thinking, you mean New Year's resolutions, Allie? And I'm going to say, no, I mean goals, because I think New Year's resolutions are really dumb, because most people don't even stick to them. So I'm like, if I just think of them as long-term goals, maybe, maybe I'll adhere to them a bit better. Who knows? Maybe not, but I guess we'll find out. So I hope that if no one has started thinking about their year or if no one has started thinking about some goals they have for next year, maybe you can get inspired by this episode and start thinking away. So I'm just going to start. Let's just recap 2020 real quick. First of all, I'd like to give it a rating. I give it a negative 200 out of 10 would not do it again and would not recommend. But that being said, I do think it was a year where I was really able to focus on parts of my life that I would never have really thought about that much and focus on myself and what I want in life. And that sounds so cheesy because it is, but I also feel like a lot of people felt this way. We're usually too busy to really sit down with ourselves, analyze every aspect of our lives in such detail, and think about what actually matters to us. And having so much free time, not being able to leave the house, you sort of start thinking. And I'm very much an overthinker, so this this was like kind of dangerous to me, but was also very much a reality check that I appreciated having. But enough about me. Let's talk about what, what's happened in the world. I'm not going to talk about every single event because there are way too many shitty things that have happened this year. But starting off with the coronavirus, the hottest topic of this year and of probably the next five to ten years, who knows. So 80.7 million people got COVID this year globally. Almost 1.8 million people have died from it. And from the U.S. alone, 333,000 people died. To put that into perspective, I'm going to compare it to China. So people have been giving China a lot of shit this year because that is where the virus originated. I get it. 
but let's just take a look, right? So China has a population of 1.4 billion people. That's billion with a B. Yet they have only had 4,600 deaths and about 87,000 cases. Of course, these numbers are rising, but they will never reach the point to where the U.S. is right now. And I'm just a bit confused at the disproportionate number of cases and deaths between the two countries. So for the people who are going out every day to the bar to hang out with your friends and just breathe in everyone's faces, I hope you're having a damn good time while the rest of us are being responsible citizens of this fucking shithole of a country, staying home and actually trying to put an end to this pandemic. So that's all I have to say about that. Next up, we have the economy, which is in shambles. And unemployment is at the worst it's ever been since the Great Depression. It's currently sitting at 6.7%. And that's pretty fucking high. It was actually higher earlier in the year when COVID was really bad. And an estimated 30 million people lost their jobs this year. And not enough have gotten them back. On top of that, an estimated 200,000 businesses have closed this year. Most of them being small businesses and most of them being in the restaurant industry. This is so heartbreaking to me because as someone who's an avid consumer in this industry and also works in it, it's so, so sad to see people who have worked tirelessly to open these kinds of establishments and use have to use so much capital to keep it running and so much time and energy and manpower put into it to serve these people and the government really just failed us in this aspect and a lot of these businesses also don't plan on reopening anytime soon because they just don't have the funding and oh my god I'm, I'm getting so heated about it I'm not gonna get into too much detail but it's just really sad and just shows that there are winners and losers in this pandemic and the only winners are people who have money people and corporations who have money but moving on, the single biggest thing that I think came out of 2020 that was, in a twisted sense, positive is the fact that as a society, we were able to address the racial injustice and discrimination that has persisted every single minute of every single day since this shithole of a country was colonized. Of course, it was not something that was intended to happen this year, and it did not stem from a place of positivity and hope, but it turned into something much greater than I think a lot of people anticipated in a good way. And just that realization of how fucked up this system is and that the law and people who are supposedly there to protect you are not on your side. Like that has, I think that really shook this country to its core, at least the people with sound minds. And they were like, what the fuck is happening here? And just really 
people like me also educating themselves on their privileges and how deeply rooted this systemic racism has been and that it's sort of something that has been on the back burner for a lot of politicians, for the government, for our country as a whole. No one really thought that much about it because it's easy to be under this guise that like an employer can't discriminate against you if you're black stuff like that so it's easy to think that it's not that big of an issue when when you look deeper into it it very much is so again not gonna go into too much detail but it's definitely something that will take a lot longer than six months to see real tangible change in the system but the fact that so many people's voices were heard, the fact that so many people are now aware of the wrongdoings of this country and the people who are in power, it that part of it, I think, is a step. So that's really all I have to say about 2020. Oh, also the fact that the presidential election happened. Almost forgot about that. All I have to say is that Biden won fair and square and there's nothing else to it. But yeah, I think that's really the most notable parts of this year. Of course, so many other horrific things have happened around the world in different countries, and everyone has been affected very negatively, whether that be in terms of their living situations, in terms of jobs, or even just in terms of their mental health. It's been a very rough year for everyone, and that's why I also think it's really important to take this time to look back on the year and think, try to think positively of what things that you have learned from it. And this is me having a very privileged perspective on being able to do that, but that's also something that I'm grateful for at the end of the day, at the end of the year, that I can have this opportunity to actually reflect on how I've changed, how the world has changed, and how I can do better so, what I've learned in 2020, first and foremost, is that you are in charge of leading the life that you want and ultimately creating your own happiness. And this is definitely not something that I have mastered by any means. It's more of just like a realization. A lot of people try to put the blame on universal forces or other shit, but in reality, a lot of things are within your control and it's up to you to determine how you want to live your life. And some people get annoyed when they hear that. They're like, okay, well, I haven't heard back from any of the places that I've applied to for jobs. And in that aspect, it's like that, I guess, is out of your control. But you have to think about like what could you be doing more? Where else could you be looking? How can you change your resume? How can you change? There's just a lot of things to think about. And that might have not been the best example to use, but I don't know. I mean, like, especially in the case of this pandemic, I had to try harder to look for areas of my life that gave me happiness because a lot of the things that I used to like to do I couldn't because it just wasn't safe anymore so it's just like you have to actually 
you can't just sit there and let life pass you by and like if you're unhappy just be like yeah that's out of my control like there are things that you can do to change the second thing is to focus on relationships that matter and let people go if you need to no matter how long or deep that friendship was and the pandemic really was a way of seeing people's true colors. I think a lot of people realize that. Seeing who checked up on you and who made sure you were okay. And even even in like a, a different perspective, like who just reached out to you in general? <laughs> Another thing is like, don't put in effort into relationships that really are just not meant to be don't put an effort if the other person is not putting in the same amount as you are and another thing is to let go of people who don't share the same fundamental beliefs and values as you and i realized this this year and just thinking that like if you don't share those same values and there really isn't much of of a foundation for that friendship and it really is just quite shallow I guess. So those are really things that I've learned about your myself and also how I interact with people because relationships are really important in determining the quality of your life, the relationship with yourself and with other people. But the third thing that I learned this year was to use your time and money wisely. Time is something that really felt infinite during quarantine. Like, I could not wait for the day to end. I could just go back to bed and, like, watch TV and go to bed. But in reality, time is not infinite. When people say time is money, like, I don't think of it like that. But, like, time is... You, like, you can't get that shit back. And I'm really just sitting here letting it waste away. And I think it's super important to use it with intention. Again, I'm very much a hypocrite because I spent literally the last like three weeks being a lazy piece of shit and binge watching like four different shows. But, you know, that's besides the point. In terms of money, it's obviously important to save money, especially at this point in your life. And definitely something that I think a lot of people were able to do over quarantine. So like I cooked at home a lot. I realized, okay, so I guess I don't need to get my nails done. I was like, okay, I don't need to spend $50 on a t-shirt because I basically wear the same three hoodies and pairs of sweatpants a week. So there's no need for those sorts of things. Another thing is where you spend your money matters. It's really easy to just get wrapped up in these large corporations because they have very much become the norm. They spend a lot of money basically trying to brainwash you into thinking that. But it's really important to give back to whatever community you're part of, shop or buy from local businesses, restaurants, stuff like that. Always tip your service workers, especially those in the restaurant or food industry because they rely on it the most. Like I have spent seven or eight dollars on a freaking latte because I added a tip and as someone who works in the industry it's something that they really appreciate and it's almost gotten to the point 
where if someone doesn't tip me, like, I get really upset about it. I'm like, you come in wearing Balenciaga sneakers, carrying a Louis Vuitton bag, and you don't have a dollar or two to spare. Like, we don't have to be here to put in your order. We don't have to be here to make your fucking latte. But overall, I learned America sucks, corporations suck, and it's it's just really being in a capitalist society, like seeing how much power money has and how people who don't have that level of financial security, like how you can suffer through that. So where you spend your money really does matter. And these are three lessons that are like things that I should have learned a while ago, things that I probably knew already but just didn't really think about until this year. And I really think are things that I will continue to think about in the future. But that being said, I'm going to talk about some of the goals that I have for next year. And my expectations for every new year are always quite low. And I plan on keeping it that way for 2021 based on how 2020 went. So I separated it into bigger goals and then like smaller baby goals. So for my big goals, it's more like how I want to change as a person, as an individual, change my outlook and stuff. So firstly, I want to get better at just focusing on what I'm doing and not what other people are doing or have achieved because like just constant comparison is super toxic and hinders a lot of people's self-growth. And this has been difficult for me to do even before this year, but especially this year because I think we all have spent a lot of time on social media, which is a breeding ground for self-comparison and self-hatred. And it literally feels inescapable to not automatically judge someone and then judge yourself and feel lesser. And like every single platform is a place for me to feel bad about myself. And sometimes I don't even realize it. Like, for instance, Instagram obviously is a place, especially for females, to judge themselves physically and for a lot of people to, like, flex a lot of shit. And then on LinkedIn, for example, it's a place for people to talk about their academic or scholastic achievements and you can feel like shit from looking at that. And then I also downloaded TikTok recently, which I thought would just be fun in games, but somehow I still find myself comparing myself to people on there too. And again, sometimes it's completely subconscious, but is definitely very detrimental to your mental health and your self-esteem. So want to get better at just being like looking at other people as a source of motivation and being like, wow, that's really awesome that they're like this or that they've done this. Like maybe I can do that as well. No, like just changing my outlook on that sort of stuff. But definitely easier said than done. The second thing is to have a just do it mindset. And by that, I mean, like, don't think about 
the consequences in terms of how are people going to look at me if I do this? Because I have a lot of respect for people who just do what they want without even thinking about the social consequences or fear what other people will say about them. And a lot of the times, these people will get further ahead than those who have better ideas or or goals, but are just too afraid to execute them because they're scared of what people will say about them. And I feel like I've had a lot of ideas and goals that I've wanted to pursue, but stop myself from doing in fear of judgment from other people, this podcast included. And even with this podcast, like I haven't shared it with that many people because I'm still afraid of being judged. But it's like the people that I actually do care about have always supported me no matter what. So why should I care about other people's opinions? Honestly, it's not like they're going anywhere in life. So I should just let them judge me however I they want. <sighs> Definitely something that I want to work on a lot for next year. Maybe more than the other one, if I'm going to be honest. I think they kind of go hand in hand. But the third thing is more of like something I want to keep in mind all the time. And that is that you don't have to have it all figured out. And the reason for this is because I feel like there's so much pressure, especially in this current society, in this age group, to have your life figured out. And it's weird because even the people who do seemingly have their life figured out, their career path set up, a job lined up, whatever, like a lot of times they don't even know what they're doing either. It's all about that outward appearance and stuff, but regardless, it's just very toxic to feel like you have to live up to a certain standard or like achieve certain milestones by a certain age. And I think it's really important to just keep in mind, like, do you, everyone's on a different path and you will all end up like where you're supposed to be. Like that was very cheesy, but like, you know what I mean? It's just, this kind of goes along with the self-comparison thing It's just like, just do you. I think that's like my overarching theme of my goals is just to like focus on yourself and not what other people are doing. But in terms of like my smaller goals, you know, we all have one relating to like your physical well-being and fitness. So the biggest thing for me is focusing more on how I feel and achieving certain like fitness milestones rather than looking physically fit and I've honestly gotten a lot better at putting less pressure on myself to like work out and that that has made me enjoy it a lot more but now my goals are a bit different especially after quarantine and I want to push myself just a little bit harder but not to the point where I'm no longer enjoying it and then in conjunction with that I want to eat more plant-based for the sake of my health, for the sake of the environment, I've really sort of fallen off that rail. I used to be very strictly plant-based, like probably a year ago, and then I became flexitarian, started me eating meat here and there. But like literally recently, especially since I've been home, I've been eating meat like so much more frequently than I would like to. So definitely want to make it sustainable and not force myself into doing something I don't enjoy.
The next thing is to have better and more specific financial goals. So in 2020, I think I can speak for a lot of people, hopefully, that I got better at saving money because I didn't have anywhere to go and things to spend money on. But I also didn't really have that specific of goals in mind when I was saving. So now that I'm in my 20s, I think it's really important to have a plan for saving. Also allocating more money into investments and putting more money into savings instead of using it as spending money. But overall, I want to continue educating myself on personal finance because it's a very unexplored topic for a lot of people in this generation, in this age group, and learning how to make the most of your money because a lot of people don't realize you can't live that well if you're only getting income from your day job. And I don't plan on being a millionaire by the end of 2021, but just be more aware of my spending habits. Lastly, last but not least, I want to be more open-minded, more accepting, and less critical of myself and of others. I want to actually live my life how I want to and not how I think other people expect me to. Like, in reality, no one probably gives a shit about how I live my life. I just, for some reason, feel like they do. And, you know, like, I gotta live life while I'm so young. Like, I, I'm not gonna look like this forever. And I'm not gonna have all this free time forever. And I need to take advantage of it before I'm tied down to a full-time job that consumes my life. Additionally, I want to work on being more accepting of other perspectives and opinions to an extent. Uh, I feel like being very opinionated and blunt is part of my personality, probably something I can't change, nor do I want to change, but I should be more receptive and understanding of what other people have to say. But listening to other people's perspectives on life and even having disagreements is what allows you to learn and grow as an individual. And a lot of people don't realize that either, but if you're surrounded by like-minded people all the time, then you're just gonna, like, there's no room for you to actually learn, you know? But that's really all I've thought of. I don't know how far I'm gonna go with this. I don't even know if making this episode will hold me more accountable in meeting these goals. It's probably important for me to actually try this year and become a less miserable, bitter bitch, but yeah, I don't know. (sighs) But hopefully this helped to influence someone else to create similar goals or help them reflect on this year you are your own person you have your own life you have your own problems these are just mine but that being said i want to wrap up this episode by saying thank you for listening and if you want to know when new episodes come out please follow matcha mentality on spotify and apple podcasts I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you in 2021. Bye.